These words in the gospel are so familiar. Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. How dramatic and how absolute and how immediate this is. Does anyone nowadays just drop everything, drop their nets, and follow Christ? Well, we see that in our Old Testament reading, that certainly wasn't the case with Jonah. He ran from God. He tried to escape. And the little snippet of a reading we have today from the book of the prophet Jonah has left out the whole story of Jonah's refusal to do what God commanded him. But he finally did go, and he warned the people of Nineveh, and they repented. But when they did, Jonah was angry because he wanted to see those people destroyed. He was so angry that they repented and that God would not destroy them that he actually wanted to die. But in contrast, we have the story of the call of Peter and his brother Andrew and of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They were probably about 30 years old and they already had a fishing business going when they were called to drop their nets and follow Christ. And unlike Jonah, they followed the call of Christ immediately. Now these are great stories, but how much they tell us about how God calls. You see, he's already called each one of us, each one of you, to follow him in a certain special way. I remember the time that Father Jim Hughes told me the story of how he was in fourth grade in public school in East Rochester. And the teacher asked all the little boys and girls what they wanted to be when they grow up. Well, little Jimmy Hughes said he wanted to be a priest. And the kids all laughed, and the teacher told him he he should come up with a different idea because he wouldn't make a good priest. Imagine the fourth grade teacher telling him. But he did. He heard that call at a very early age. And God is always calling us. He's always calling you. This is part of our faith. It's part of our spirituality, the way we should approach God. The idea that he is calling us and we should listen. And when we we know this, when God calls, we're supposed to answer. Here's the interesting part. It's absolutely true. It's essential, in fact, that we must depend upon God for all that we are, all that we have, and all that we shall become. But surprisingly, it turns out that God chooses to depend upon us. Think of this. Why didn't he just hover over Nineveh and break the skies open and say, repent or else? But then he sent Jonah, a reluctant prophet, someone who didn't even want to go. He depended on Jonah to bring that message. And then we see, too, that the Jesus could have flown around the world, you know, kind of zooming around, and he'd come down into each village and do something amazing, make the dead come back to life and make the sun spin in the sky. But instead, he sent fishermen to spread the good news. Do you realize something? Probably everyone in this room is better educated than those fishermen were. And yet God chose them to be apostles, to be the leaders of his church. 
Yes, he depends upon you. He depends upon you to listen to his word, to listen when he calls, and to respond with generous hearts. Remember last week's story about young Samuel when he was called by God in the middle of the night and how he answered, Here I am, Lord. Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. How much this provides for us an example for all of us on how we should respond to Christ with confidence, joy and hope, and with total commitment. Now, when we're young, the call to us might not be as clear as it was to Samuel or to Father Jim, but it is there. Every human person is called to follow Christ and to live a life of holiness. Everyone. The call to Jonah and the call to the disciples in the gospel reading are about special, specific calls. The call to be a prophet, to be an apostle, to live a life of dedicated leadership in the church. This tells us something now that we can be sure of. God is calling enough people to priesthood, religious life, married life, and the diaconate. His call has not diminished. Maybe we're just not listening. In our present age, things are confusing. There's so many different options. It can be hard to have quiet and reverent and docile hearts. But today there's a vocation, there's a vocations crisis. It varies from place to place, but there's a shortage in priestly vocations, a near collapse of many religious orders. But the biggest decrease of any vocation? Married life. No vocation suffers more in our confused and troubled age than that of the sacramental union of husband and wife. And so I speak to everyone here, but in a special way, to the young. Do not think that God might be calling you. That's right. Do not think that God might be calling you, because he is calling you. That is a fact. He's calling you to holiness, to married life, to priesthood, to religious life, to the diaconate. He is calling you. And don't try to run from God as Jonah did. He ended up being swallowed by a great fish. Not a good idea. Don't be afraid to answer, but be more like the disciples who heard the call from Christ and who dropped their nets. Be like those men in the boat who simply trusted that Jesus' words to them would be fulfilled when he said he would make them fishers of men. Wouldn't it be great if our call was as clear as it was to Jonah? or as clear as it was to Simon and to Andrew and to the brothers James and John. It probably is not, but it's there. We need to listen. Christ calls you through the scriptures in his own words. He calls you through the mission of the church, through committed and holy priests, religious, deacons, husbands and wives. The call to follow Christ is real. The call to follow Christ is a call to the whole person, mind, body, and soul, possessions and professions. In following Christ, we place him on the throne of our hearts, the throne of our lives, and all we have and possess is yielded to his holy will. If you hold nothing back, 
you will see what God has in store for you if you dare to listen, to answer, and to follow. God, the Eternal Father, wants each one of us to be a sign of his love to the world. Jesus is calling you. Some of you are called to be priests or religious brothers, religious sisters. Most of you will be called to married life. Listen to Christ. He calls you. And he needs you. Jesus needs you. Perhaps, too, there's men here in our parish who are called to be deacons. Answer that call. My brothers and sisters in Christ, don't leave Mass today without a renewed sense of the call of Christ to you. Do not hear these scriptures as stories about other people a long time ago. They are calls to you. They are calls today. Paul says in the second reading, the time is running out. The call to holiness, the call to mission, the call to joy and hope, and the call to eternal life is now, today. Follow him. Turn from everything that calls your life in any other direction than the one that God wants you to go. Drop whatever net you may tie you down. And do not be afraid of his call if it's a bit different than you originally thought. Because Christ wants only good things for you. And he calls you to joy and to eternal life. When you go from this holy mass, glorify the God by your life. Announce the gospel in word and deed. And be assured that the gift that the Lord has in store for you is worth absolutely everything.